edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it's a 12-question version of the podcast with Denny Hamlin of Joe Gibbs Racing. This is the ninth time Denny Hamlin has done the 12 questions interview, which means he's never missed a year. So that's obviously super appreciated that he's always willing to do that, along with his PR reps, of course. So I appreciate them finding the time. This year, they squeezed it in after an event for Team Rubicon, which uh, is a disaster relief repair organization that is working with FedEx. So the whole team went out there before uh, Daytona practice and was learning how to repair shutters and things like that. So if you hear some hammering in the background, that's what that is. But aside from that, let's roll right into the 12 questions with Denny Hamlin. All right, everybody, I'm here with Denny Hamlin. And uh, Denny, thanks for doing this. We just uh, wrapped up an event here out in the heat. So yep. we uh, we saw what We're Team fresh. Rubicon does. And yep. Um, so the question is, how often do you have dreams about racing? How often? Uh, four times a week. Four times a week? That's a very exact answer. Nobody's yeah, I, that exact. I just feel like most nights I'm thinking about, you know, in my dreams, I'm thinking about racing of some sort, whether it be why my car's doing this or that or why we didn't do this or that or why, what we did good. Okay. Four nights a week, I feel like a really solid number. Okay. If you get into someone during a race, intentional or not, does it matter if you apologize? Yes. I'm on the record for saying this many times, that even if you're not sorry, you got to fake it. And <laughs> okay. If you don't fake it, you get you know Matt Kenseth into the <laughs> turn one wall at yes. Martinsville. We've seen that example. Yeah. What is the biggest compliment someone could give you? If they tell you you're underrated. Hmm. Okay. I think that's the biggest compliment. All right. NASCAR comes to you and they're like, Denny, we're bringing this celebrity to the track. We'd love for you to host this person. Who is a celebrity you would be excited to host? Drake. Yeah? Lil Weezy. A- a- any, any rapper. Okay. I like them. All right. Um, in an effort to show this is a health-conscious sport, uh, NASCAR offers the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for one month. Would you do it? And I only get the pit stall for one week? Yeah, just for one race. You look conflicted. Couldn't do it. <laughs> okay. Okay, now it's time for the random race challenge. I went on Racing Reference. Pick one race from your career, and you have to tell me where you finished in this race. I'm so, not going to be good at this. Oh, you're not going to remember races? No. Do you happen to remember the 2012 New Hampshire spring race, the July race that year? July. Uh... We were fastest in first practice, fastest in second practice. Uh, hold on, it's the spring race. I may be thinking of the f- fall race. I'm just going to go ahead with this. I think I was fastest in all practices. We started, we qualified with race pressure air in the tires. We qualified 28th, I believe, and got to the lead by lap 100 and won the race. No, sorry. That was the race after. Well, I, I wouldn't pick a win for you because th- that would be too easy. Or I felt like that would be too easy. This this one. Uh, hold on. Then, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, I remember the race. Okay. I think. I think I finished second to Casey Kane. Uh, and that was when we had the debacle on the radio with me and Darian Grubb. And he says, do you need two or four tires? I says, I don't know. I just need tires. And he took it as I needed four tires. We started 15th and only got back to second. 
Okay. I don't I don't remember the radio part, but that's correct. You finished second to Casey Kane. You led 150 laps. Okay. I had the right year. So but. there you go. So you had both races that year. But you say you don't remember races. I know, but specific ones where you're really fast, I mean, it's easy. It's like, okay. ask me about the one I ran eighth at, you know, Kansas and blank, blank year. Yeah. I, I would never know. Okay. All right, Denny, I pretty much wrote this question with you in mind. Drivers have failed horribly all year. It's like been a total dud, so hopefully you can salvage it. Who is the best rapper alive? Alive? Uh Uh-huh. Lil Wayne's the best rapper alive. Wow. Yeah. I I put, I believe he has, he's like, I would just say, you know, Jay-Z, you can talk about, you know, great history, fabulous rapper he's amazing but i just feel like as far as natural talent lil wayne is is the best alive okay nobody said kendrick all year why do you think that is am i just overrating him or something uh, probably Too early. it's just the you know nas says rap was dead many years ago and i just believe that it's different now than mm-hmm. what it used to be yeah lil Weezy can still kick it yeah it's okay. a shame he's in contract disputes with his label or whatever and we've got all these probably awesome songs that we're never going to get to hear because they're in arguing yep all right good um who has the most punchable face in nascar punchable face oh geez uh i don't know let's see uh I want to punch somebody. I'm going to make sure I can beat them up. <laughs> I don't want to get beat up. Yeah. Maybe Brad. That's probably a popular answer. Yeah. <laughs> that was predicted by somebody over here. <laughs> that you would say that. Chase but I said, like Brad, just for the record. Chase, a couple weeks ago, said you were his last year, but he seemed to not indicate that that was still the case. So you might be off the hook there. Yeah, we're good. Okay. NASCAR enlists three famous Americans to be involved with your race team for just one race. Big publicity push they're doing to bring famous people. They're going to bring Taylor Swift, LeBron, and Tom Hanks to the track. You have to pick one to be your crew chief, one to be your spotter, and one to be your motorhome driver for one week. Who do you pick for which role between LeBron, Taylor Swift, and Tom Hanks? Taylor's for sure going to be the motorhome driver. We're going to say for obvious reasons there. Okay. We're going to go with uh, Tom Hanks is, and who else? Uh, LeBron. Uh, I'll go with LeBron for his vision is going to be the spotter. Uh, great court vision. I see it as great track vision. And mm-hmm. I'll go with Tom Hanks. Uh, smart guy is going to be the crew chief. Okay. Good answers. Uh, what is the key to finding the best pre-race bathroom? Go before you leave the garage or bus. Oh, okay. You're yeah. not one of these people that goes no. last minute. No. I, I, I never understood that. Like, I've never had to go, and then like five minutes later had to go again. Now I might, you know, everyone's different, but I never understood the people that got off the truck after the intros and hauled ass to a bathroom. I never understood that. Yeah. How to do that? Huh? Yeah. I guess why not just go in your motorhome before you walk out to intros in the first place? It's only like twenty minute difference or something, right? Yeah. I I guess that's a good point. Unless you're Matt Kenseth's age, and then you have to go every (laughs) ten minutes. Um, NASCAR decides it misses the highlight reel value brought by Carl Edwards backflips and they decide a replacement's needed. How much money would they have to offer you to backflip off your car after your next win? 
uh, they wouldn't have to offer me anything as long as I had some kind of comfort. As long as it wasn't against asphalt or uh, concrete, I'd give it a try. You feel like you'd have a shot to land it? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay. But I'd give it a try. Okay. Um, as you know, each week I ask a question for the next driver, and I just did one with Casey Kane. And he wants to know, how much time per week do you spend on the golf guys and hoop group? Because it seems like you spend a lot. Time. It is a lot of work running two leagues between Mm -hmm. basketball and golf. I'll estimate between the chats, making rules... 12 to 14 hours a week. Oh, okay. So a couple hours a day or something? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, yeah. somewhere in that range. Yeah. That might be on the low side. It depends. If there's an event that week, it's 40 hours. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so the next interview I'm Have doing... Have you ever tried to line up 16 Divas schedules? <laughs> it's not Oh, easy. yeah. I didn't think about that. You not only have to arrange the tournament, but you have to make sure everybody's available. Yeah. And there's... So we try to... What we try to do is we all meet uh, for dinner in January or February uh-huh. and we say all right we're gonna these are the dates we're gonna hit we're looking to see if anyone has any conflicts at that moment and if not we all lock it in on our schedules and then we build our uh, you know our real jobs around that so you have to each driver or whatever has to go to their manager or, or PR rep and be like, on their I'm, schedule I'm and say look they're locked in can't okay. do it yep. then what if, what if a conflict pops up does you have to change the whole tournament no, we, uh, if there's only one or two that's going to miss, we, we move on and add a sub. Oh, wow. So they get no points? They're just... Yeah, which we have eight events, we drop two. Oh. So there's two drops. Wow. That would be painful, though, because you don't get to drop a bad day. You... That is correct. People think it's, ah, it's just a throwaway. But, yeah, you now put pressure on yourself to perform mm. in the other events. Better have a good manager. Yep. Um, the next interview I'm doing is with Kaz Gralla, who's been um, – driving in xfinity and did that uh been yep. doing good with fury recently um yep. do you have a question i might be able to ask him what's the most disappointing loss you've ever had in your career Ooh, that's a good question okay cool well denny thanks for doing this as always really appreciate your time you got it all right everybody so there you have it Denny Hamlin, the ninth time on the 12 Questions podcast. Really appreciate him doing that. And I'm glad that you got to listen to the podcast version because I feel like the written version with the answers, uh, short answers, doesn't come across as well as if you can hear somebody's voice. So thanks for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Coming up on the next version of the podcast, it's a How I Got Here with Nigel Kinraid, who has a photography agency in NASCAR, but he was born on the Isle of Man in England, so uh, quite, quite a journey, obviously, for him to get to the NASCAR world and establish himself there. That will be coming up on Thursday. If you are listening to this, the day it comes out on Tuesday, it's Amazon Prime Day. So just a reminder, if you wouldn't mind using my link, if you're going to be doing any of the Amazon Prime shopping, I know I will be doing that later. But how that works is you go to jeffgluck.com slash Amazon, takes you to the Amazon homepage, and then I will get a credit for your purchase, although it's of no cost to you. So that would be much appreciated if you're doing any Amazon Prime Day shopping. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks as always for listening. Talk to you later on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.